used to think about immature things. You know, like, do you love me? Do you want me? Are you gonna call me like you said you would? Is this really your real phone number? All right, we're back. It's the Balls Deep Podcast. I'm your host, Parker, and Commissioner of the League. Joined by me is my co-host, Taylor T. Addy Payne. Taylor, how you feeling? Oh, man. Happy Friday out there to everyone. Uh, feeling great. We got a lot of cool highlights from week one. There's already a little bit of drama. Uh, I can't wait to dive into this week and talk about some upcoming big battles that we have going on in this league. Yeah, we, we had some te- technical difficulties earlier this week, so we're trying to get the podcast out on Thursdays, so we'll, we'll do better in that in the future. Just still trying to work out the kinks. Like I was saying in the group chat, you can't got to oil up the Ferrari before we're taking it out for a drive, you know? I love that quote. <laughs> I know, right? And, uh, but, yeah, we got the fastest two minutes. Taylor, you ready? Let's do it. We start in Cleveland, where Coach Coleman and the Steamers look to defend the ball's deep throne. They took on the revamped Team Taco, who made some major front office changes this offseason and added Father Gary to join with his son Nick. The Steamers talked shit and Team Taco got hit, as the Steamers took control of the game and Jamar chased Team Taco out of the stadium. Steamers, 138, Team Taco, 128. In the Mud Bowl, two of the preseason predicted worst teams took the field between Team Pussy Destroyer and Come So Hard at Phillip Rivers. Coach Henson willed his men to victory over Team Pussy Destroyer, defeating them 104 to 98. Team Pussy Destroyer, Dunchain? You hear that, T? That's the sound of Morton Chubb absolutely wrecking Team McCraney. McCraney got his boys off to a hot start, but Coach Burnham's men responded in a big way, with three players scoring 20-plus points and Jordan Jefferson scoring a league-high 39.4. In Pittsburgh, there was no room to breathe, as Sutton My Face suffocated the feelers, holding them to the lowest score of the week of 88.12. The redemption tour of the, for the feelers got off to a rough start, but Sutton has his men in a prime position to go all the way. In the slug garden, there was no slugging around, as the sexy Soviet slugs put up a league high, 154.7 points defeating Team Shear. Shear has coached his team to the playoffs a record six years in a row, but the fans are starting to grumble as he may be putting his upcoming marriage in front of his fantasy team. And lastly, T, there will be no public masturbation this week as the Cuck Lord absolutely cut Coach Jack. After a hot start for public masturbation, the Cuck Lord weaseled his way back in the late afternoon games and took over the game. Cuck Lord, 133. Public Masturbation, 115. All right. That's our Fast 2 Minute segment. I hope you guys like that. 
That's Parker's segment. I mean, he wrote that. He did that. That was pretty good. I, I thought that was that was pretty catchy. Yeah, we'll fine tune some things. We'll, we'll make it a little bit better. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. But uh, so Taylor, kicking off to the next thing. Let's um let's go into the previous week's matchups. What uh what what score kind of um got your eye and uh, what what um kind of surprised you? Yeah, great great question, Parker. Uh, I was really surprised with Burnham's team. Um, you know, at first, and I still have doubts about Trey Lance. Um, but he was like predicted, I think, to lose by like fifteen or six. Like he wasn't predicted to be relevant at all. Uh, he absolutely destroyed. Uh, his competition and took a W. And I think that's someone we got to keep an eye on for this year. Everyone should as well. Yeah. McCraney took a strong lead to start that game with um, Stefan Diggs scoring like 25, 26 points. But then yeah, morning Chubb just, just woke up Sunday full here. <laughs> Dude, fully stiff. He was ready to go. Yeah. You know, and uh, I got to defend my team, Tisburg, not the start we wanted. We put up the lowest amount of points this week with only 88 points. Very poor management on my part. My bench, I think I had two receivers score enough points that would have given me the dub with Devontae Smith putting up a goose egg. But you live and you learn. Sutton has some injury issues. I may be the injury team of the week. Kind of a spoiler for what's ahead. Team Shear, um, Team Shear, uh, Keenan Allen was out last night. So, you know, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting lucky on this injury bug train. Yeah, you are getting a little bit lucky. Uh, I'm glad that Sutton won. So that was a prediction I got right. So there you couldn't go. say, yeah, you know, had to tell you what was about to happen. Um, yeah, that sucks for Keenan Allen. Uh, Justin Herbert as well. Hopefully he's not going to be out for that long. He took a took a bad shot last night. Um, so hopefully he's good for the cuck lord's uh, sake. Um, but yeah, we got a great, great week two as well. Yeah. And we can't go much longer without talking about the sexy Sovi slugs. They did not come out sluggish this week. They put up the league high, 154.7 this week. Absolutely crushing team sheer. I mean, he had no chance. Um, and one tidbit about our league is the high scoring team each week gets 20 bucks. We have like a $1,200 pot. Winner gets $700. Um, can't remember the rest. I, I know third place gets four, third, $40. And each week, the high scoring winner gets 20 And then second place is the difference. I can't remember off the top of my head. And I'm just a host of this league. I can't believe there's incentives like that. Jesus. Yeah. It keeps each each week interesting. Yeah. And then uh, in the game For of sure. the week, we predicted, you know, the Cuckler took care of uh, public masturbation. Public masturbation, Jack, they, I mean, he they started off strong. I mean, with Josh Allen and um, the rest of his squad on that Thursday night, they, they went off. But the Cuckler just, I mean, I think he roofied some of Jack's players and fucked their wives. Well, you, you know who I compare Jack Kicklighter to and his team, right? Gary Jones. And, hey, that's a great comparison. Looking Gary look Jones and the Cowboys. Yeah. I don't know if there's a correlation there, but the Cowboys also lost as well. Uh, really surprised that he did not win that one uh, as well. Um, he did start off really strong. But, I, I mean, week one, it's kind of like, you know, everyone gets one, you know, a freebie, basically. Everyone yeah. gets something for figuring you know? out your squad, seeing seeing what works, seeing what matches together. You know, see who, who first who to start. First one's free, yeah, for sure, and it's a really just evaluation. Um, I thought Coleman Sturkey kind of made a really good point last week, uh, especially about the new generation of players. I mean, your Michael Thomas is uh, even though Michael Thomas played very well against the Falcons, can't take that away from him. Uh, but the guys that we grew up watching through late high school and college. I mean, they're not going to be your studs anymore. Uh, and there's some guys that for sure emerged as well. Like guys that I did not think would be going off like Gabe Davis for the Buffalo Bills. 
Um, whoever got him, that was actually like a really good pickup. Uh, and Amon St. Brown as well. He's just ever since last year, he's just been a go-to guy. Um, so I'm not worried. Uh, I think some guys know where they stand now and there's going to be a lot of improvements. Yeah. And, uh, going back to that Cleveland steamers matchup, he did defeat team talker. So they're team taco. So there may be some front office grumbling between Gary and topper or Gary and Nick. You never know. But it kind of sucks for Team Taco. He did put up the most points for a losing team with 128. He probably would have beaten one, two, three, four, four, five, six, seven, uh, seven other teams if he would have played them. But just bad matchup. Yeah, bad matchup. And I'm still not going to take my word. I think he's still drafted really strong. Uh, Matthew Stafford may not be the guy that he once was. I mean, but he's got the Bills defense, probably the best defense this year. Um, Saquon Barkley actually put up some numbers and didn't get hurt. Uh, so that was really good. But, and then, but I gotta, I gotta call your call, call, call you out on saying the Bills are the best defense. Did you not see the Pittsburgh Steelers? I mean, yeah, they, the Steelers are believable. Yeah, the Steelers are good, but I think this year um, we're probably gonna see the Bills in the Super Bowl. That's just my early prediction. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. My my Super Bowl prediction was um, Raiders versus Packers. Oh, well, yeah, kind of good old with that one. I don't think uh, the Packers uh, with the wide receiver core that they have. And hey, uh, I trust I trust AR 12. He's my guy, Aaron Rodgers. I, I like I, I trust AR 12 as well. I mean, he probably was so pissed and dropped like two or three micro dots of shrooms or something to get <laughs> yeah. over like, that loss. And that guy, Christian Watson, they took a pretty early pick on him. And uh, I read the magazines as well, Coleman Cirque, um, about, you know, deep sleepers, good guys pick up. They were like hyping this guy up, but he only played at North Dakota State, which they win the FCS national title. But yeah, some guys you want to stay away from because I don't see them having a promising year at all. Aaron Rodgers put up three or four points last week. Uh, Geno Smith outdid Aaron Rodgers. True, but but Aaron Rodgers, the the Packers play the Bears this week, and everyone knows Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. So he'll go. Oh, for sure. For sure. And that's a great defense to pick up this week if they're on the waiver wire. I haven't checked the waiver wire. Um, I, I have I, the Packers defense. They sucked dick last week. They got like, well, they sucked. Well, you made a good point though. Like literally the Packers own the bears. So I think Justin Fields is not going to go out there and tear it up. He barely squeaked away with a win in week one. Yeah. That was um, bullshit. I had the nine in a teaser. Right. Um, so if you picked up the Packers defense this week, you should get some points, at least possible double digits, at least 10, maybe. Yeah. I'm you know he's gonna Sunday th- night in, in, in green Bay. So yeah. You know um, he's going to throw a couple picks. So, but yeah. before we kick it off to um this upcoming week's matchups, um we got to talk about the matchup. We got. Yeah, I was about to say we got to yeah. talk about got, the last matchup, the, the cupcake bowl. bowl. Yeah. No, oh, you call it the mud bowl. I call it the cupcake bowl. But <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Same thing. Um, oh, yeah, so, so, so yeah, oh. surprising. Henson. Uh, Henson took took over. Uh, Henson, Henson won by uh, six points. Um, took down uh, Nick Bloom. No surprise in the loss there by Nick Bloom. Uh, all the way up until, I think, yesterday, I didn't think he knew that Chris Godwin was hurt, but he made some substitutions to get ready for week two to redeem himself. Uh, but I don't think he'll catch any steam this week. Uh, it's going to be a long, long year for uh, Team Bloom, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of rooting for Bloom. He's my boy. But uh, last last night he called me for some uh, fantasy advice. and some. He, I told him to put in Josh Palmer or whatever his name is, that receiver for the Chargers. And I felt terrible until, like, he, he scored that last-minute touchdown and got him around 13 points total. So, kind of ready well, you, my prediction. Well, you uh, 
kind of gave him the wrong advice. You should have just told him to tune in to the Balls Deep podcast to get all your fantasy uh, information. Well, you need to come out with the pod on time. I guess. Yeah. But That's last not night, my fault. Okay. Yeah. We, hey, like I said, you got to oil up the Ferrari. But anyway, uh, some other notes. The Dicks division goes 0-3 versus the Taints. Um, terrible showing by the Dicks division, but kind of good for me and all the, all of us in the Dicks division. You know, no one has a, no one has a lead on us. Um, you know, we're all one – like, we're all tied still. Um, and the Pussies division goes two and one versus the balls, but the only winner for the balls being Jared, I believe. Yeah, he got everyone in a cuckold uh, in that league right now. For <laughs> yeah, he's sure. got him in the cuckold. He's got him in the cuckold. Um, if you ever seen that move in WWE, it's it's pretty hardcore. So good luck getting out of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, kicking off to this week's matchups, uh, what 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 matchup um, catches your eye the most? What do you think is the game of the week? Oh, putting me on the spot already for this. I think for this week's matchup of the week uh in all honesty and i think it's going to be a really really interesting match and i i can't wait to see it i think it's going to be the cook lords 3000 and team taco uh once again putting taco team taco on the the spot um literally it's a point four difference in the spread right now uh, the cook lord came out pretty strong on thursday night uh before justin herbert got hurt um there were some calls he yeah, in the game, which was huge. I mean, you knew that he was hurting bad when he was just running oh, off to the was, side, like just just that do one, it. it was that like, one, did you see that one play? It was like third and one. He could have easily ran for the first down and just like he just looked like in so much pain, he just threw the ball away. Yeah, that's why I was like talking about that scenario right there. Uh, but I think he'll I'm no doctor, but that guy definitely has a broken rib <laughs> for sure. Um, but he'll be back. Um, so Jared started off really strong. I'll tell you, there's another good pickup off the waiver wire, uh, Gerald Everett. Um, Everett, is that what it is? Gerald yeah, Everett? Yeah, Everett? Yeah, okay, the tight end. Uh, last week, he put up about 14 uh, this week, and I think he had a, at least a touchdown for sure, and he's getting a lot of targets uh, from Justin yeah. Herbert. And uh, yeah. last night, he put up some good points. He also got hurt, and they didn't take him out. So I don't know if the charges are just in the pick six. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. They're, 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 I don't know if they're... as long as you're breathing, you got a pulse. You're you can play. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, oh, sir, I think my legs broke. Nah, man, you're good. Rub some dirt on dirt on it. You know, that's a Dan Dan Campbell um, coaching philosophy right there. Great. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think this should be another interesting week. Uh, I think Gary uh, and uh, Nick Topper probably went over you know the pros and cons of last week, and I think they're going to make the right adjustments. Um, I'm not going to count Jared out. I think Jared could easily walk away with the win this week. I mean, starting off 34.56, that's not a bad start whatsoever with two guys. um, So he's already, he's already heading in the right direction in my opinion. Yeah. And I forgot to mention um, before we we mentioned these weeks matchup, this is a divisional week. So we got four divisional games between me and um, teams here. We got the Steamers versus Public Masturbation, Team Taco versus the Cuck Lord. You already mentioned them. And uh, Sutton My Face versus the Sexy Sophie Slug. Um, hey, that's another, that's another good game uh, yeah, that, as well. That, that, that one will catch my eye. Um, um, yeah, in the, the next two weeks, so weeks two, three, and four are all divisional games. Um, so that, this will be, these will be a pretty big upcoming weeks to um, kind of set the tone for each division, you know? Yeah, the game that I've had on my calendar since we started this podcast is next week. Uh, between Burnham and Pat. Yeah, that's so. Gonna be, that's gonna yeah. be a good one. So get your popcorn out and get some Gatorade to get the electrolytes going uh, because you're going to need it to keep up with that game next week and all the shit talk that's going to be going down. 
I'm pretty sure uh, Burnham went ahead and ordered three butterball turkeys and told Pat to have told Mr. John to have the air fryer out and ready to go when he gets there. Uh, (laughs) And he's got a party of uh, seven coming with him this year. So you, Pat, you better get ready to host Burnham uh, because he's going to come after you and stay undefeated. Uh, That is his number one goal. Yeah. Pat, put some respect on your name, man. Um, Come on. But uh, so anyway, kicked uh, around like a sad puppy out there, Pat, come on. (laughs) So anyway, Pittsburgh, we're looking to rebound this week. We're playing team Shear. Um, we've been tied. We, we played eight times in our previous years. We're tied four to four. Um, Team Shear did break my heart back in 2018, defeated me in the championship. But other than that, I, I think I've had his number over the last couple years. Um, but he's still, I mean, he's still just a threat. He's he's gonna he's gonna make some improvements. I think I'm only favored by five points. But like I said, I'm not trusting those projections anymore. Just going with all heart, and I think it's gonna be a very close matchup. Just hope my team so. doesn't put up any go- goose eggs. Like I can't take I- any more zeros. Yeah, I mean, you put up 80 last week. Um, so you you haven't shown a lot of offensive fire yet. You know what I mean? Like you haven't identified your guys that are going to get you those points week in, week out. I still don't want to make really too much comment about Shreer's team or uh, Austin McCraney because I think it's one or – I mean, uh, duh, it's going to happen one or two ways. You're either going to finish last, not make the playoffs, or you're going to make the playoffs and go on. Uh, but there's still two – those are two, still two teams that I have a huge question mark about that I think – could do some damage in this league, but then again, uh, could also just fall behind and get stuck in the trenches as well with Bloom. Yeah. Well, according to you, Team McCraney should have a cupcake this week. He's playing Team Henson. Henson does lead the series two to one. Um, hey, Henson and McCraney, had, are, Henson and McCraney had, are two of our newer members. Um, they've only been in the league. I think Henson's been in the league since 2018 and McCraney since 2017, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, they haven't been in the league that long. Um, well, Maybe this is my thing about this is my thing about Henson. Now I've had a little bit of change of heart about Henson. Um, he came out last week. We had, uh, I mean, even though it was the Cupcake Bowl, um, he had some players. I mean, you got to put some respect on his name a little bit now too. He's got some good players. Um, it, it's tough to admit it, but I think he should easily uh, come out with the W this week as well if everything goes right for him. But Juju Smith putting up four doesn't really help him at all in this case but he's he's still got time yeah he still has time and then uh another matchup we haven't talked about yet is the cleveland steamers versus public masturbation now that that might be my number two game of the week behind um so my face in the soviet slugs um coleman leads the series four to three um they're both in the same division um steamers are one and zero. public masturbation's zero and one they were both neck and neck all last year being the one and two seeds um I'm really looking forward to this matchup, though. I think uh, – let's see what the spread is on this one. Well, we know if the Cowboys lose – Oh, Jack's not, actually uh, favored by, like, 14 points. So. Yeah, I see that. Um, and the great thing is Jack doesn't have Dak Prescott. You know, he's oh, – It's because he had Mike Williams last night, who is an absolute freak of nature for a Clemson game. Dude, yeah, dude. He made some one-headed snags. Yeah. He was, he was a beast. Yeah. He was balling out hard. Um, I think Jack should be able to beat Coleman this week. I mean, 14, that's a, that's a big spread. Uh, most people don't think 10, 10, uh, 10 point difference is a big deal, but uh, I think that's still like, you know, taking a spread on your, like a game that you're interested in betting in. So I think that's still a good bit. I think Joe Mixon this week playing against the Cowboys, um, the Cowboys gave up 137 yards, I think, or maybe it was 173 rushing yards total against the Buccaneers. And Joe Mixon is a solid running back. And I think the Bengals 
are going to really spring back. Um, I don't think the week one Bengals that we saw uh, is going to play like that. Joe Burrow, I don't think he's going to throw that many interceptions or play like shit. Um, so the Bengals have a lot to approve, and they're going to be able to take advantage of Dallas's current situation. You think Cooper Rush is going to come in and <laughs> throw for 400 yards, four TDs? If he does – uh, I'll buy everyone on this podcast a porterhouse steak on me. How about that? All right. All right. What, what was the stats again? Four TDs and what? <laughs> 400 yards passing. <laughs> I swear right. to God. I swear to God. If I turn on the TV and he's just having the game of he his just life. Lighten it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the last matchup we haven't talked about is Team Pussy Destroyer versus uh, Morning Chubb, Burnham's team. Um, great history between these two teams. Bloom leads five to four, but I mean, that's just kind of close as you get. If Burnham wins here, they're tied five and five over the last couple of years. Um, right now, Bloom got off to a hot start last night with um, Eckler and Josh Palmer playing. They put up 31.4 points combined. He's favored to win by about eight. Um, but like we saw from last week, Burnham can put up 150 points on you. So, yeah, never really safe against him. Yeah. Uh, the Norwood Tavern Bowl this week is going to be pretty interesting to watch. Um, but you're right. You could blink. And uh, Burnham could be at zero. And then just like he did last week, put up 150 when he was only yeah. projected to get 100. He does have the Steelers yeah, like, steel defense. And they're playing yeah. New England this week. And New England looked abysmal last week against uh, the Dolphins. Yeah, dude. Mac Jones has been having, like, back problems. Um, they didn't do anything against the Dolphins. And if you have Nick Folk as well, he's supposed to be, like, top three best kickers in the league. I mean, last year he put up – I think he was in the top five for, like, most kickers putting up points. Uh, only Carlson from the Raiders put up more points as a kicker than eight other wide receivers. But anyway, um, the offense sucks so bad that they can't even get Nick Folk in field goal range. So if you have him for this year, I would think about uh, dropping him or just streaming him each and every week with someone else. So uh, you got anything else to add? You want to go over the waiver wires, waiver wire Wednesday? Man, we kind of missed out on the waiver wire Wednesday. Um, we're going to bring that to next week's show 100%. Um, like I said, my, my, the three things that I would get do off the waiver wire this week is one, you got it. The Packers defense or the Bengals defense as well. Um, don't get Cooper rush and don't put your money on him throwing for four TDs or 400 yards. Um, but Steelers defense as well. Great pickups on the waiver wire. Yeah. Jared's texting me. He's asking when we're going, he's going to get on. Um, you ready to go, go ahead and get him to the interview. All right. We now welcome in a, the second guest ever on the pod. He's been in the league since 2018, going on his fifth year. He was the runner-up from last year, owner of the Cuck Floor 3000, Jared Henry. How's it going, Jared? Hey, hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, uh, thanks for coming on. This is our third time recording. Um, forgot to record and didn't have the good energy on Wednesday, but we want to provide the best product to our listeners. Um, but I had a couple questions for you, Jared. So last year you were the runner-up. You made you got uh, you got one monkey off your back. You finally got a playoff win last year. You were 0 and two going in um, to last season. You went two and one last season, losing to uh, Coleman, who was just on a fucking tear. He, he I think he won every playoff game by like fifteen. Um, so going into this season, what was like your draft strategy, or how were you feeling about your team and like losing last year, coming in second, being so close to winning it all? Oh uh, well, you know we're. The Cuck Lord, uh, we're optimistic about the year. Uh, we feel like we got a good draft class. Um, our players, um, for, the, for the most part, they're healthy. They're glad to be um, getting the reps that they're getting on our team. Um, the guys on the bench uh, are thirsty, and they are, you know, trying for a spot to start. 
Um, I feel like overall the, we we're doing well. Um, you know, we I accidentally, which I'd never done this shit before, but I auto drafted on my first pick because I missed uh, my alarm going off, and so we picked up McCaffrey on the first pick, which I wouldn't normally do, honestly, just because he's so injury ridden. You know, it's it's like a Saquon, or you know, I wouldn't normally pick him up, but we have him this year. Um, Luckily, it wasn't Kirk Cousins. You know, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been worse. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Um, but, you know, so far we're happy with him. Um, he did okay last week. Uh, as a team overall, I thought we did great last week. Uh, we started slow, very slow, um, through the first uh, noon and 3 o'clock games. And and then, uh, you know, we put it down to our quarterback, Justin Herbert. You know, this team, the Cucklord, as the GM – uh, we have a lot invested in this kid. This is his third year on the Cucklord 3000. Um, and we're huge fans of Herbert. I mean, anyone who saw that game last night, the kid does not give up. I mean, he's a warrior, probably – I mean, it was incredible, man. The kid was limping around, throwing dimes, 30 yards. We love Herbie on the Cucklord. Um, at the end of the day, he's the backbone of, of, of our team. Yeah. Started out the season strong. You defeated public masturbation. Um, sad to say there's not going to be any public masturbation in the streets this week. Um, but, yeah, you know, want to know, you're leading your division. Um, it's you, Topper, and uh, Team Pussy Destroyer, Nick Bloom. What do you think about your division? Uh, I think the, the division overall is pretty well. Um, I mean, Bloom, I feel like Bloom's the type of guy that doesn't necessarily put in, you know, 110% on his team. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel like, you know, as a GM, he might have a drinking problem, and that needs to be addressed within his organization. Um, Taco on the other – but actually, I will say, Bloom Bloom can pull an upset out of his ass, though. He can do that. Um, yeah, he, he started the January 6th riot at the White House. The dude can do anything. Uh, I mean, you just I never did. know, <laughs> you know? Wild card. He's a wild card, for sure. And then, uh, on the other hand, we have um, Nick Topper, um, very, very controversial team this year. Um, the, the entire, uh, you know, our whole league is solo owned teams. And this year on that team taco, you know, he's got an outside hire coming in. Um, he's relying on his dad to make some, um, key decisions on that team. You know, I'm not going to comment as much as what all he's got going over there. Maybe he needs the help. Uh, you know, I'm sure he does. I don't want to jinx myself for this weekend, you know, because they could uh, they could come out guns blazing. Um, you know, I wish well, also, the best to Also, Jared, I mean, uh, I hate to say it, but Team Taco is the one that's got you in a cuckold. I mean, he's four and two against you. Uh, I don't know if you caught Gary Topper's post interview last week and what he said about you, but um, they are not sweating this game against you whatsoever. I mean, you could argue you started up strong last night, but I'm just saying uh, you, you're going to call out Team Taco. You, you better be ready to, you know, shred their lettuce or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, I will say this, Taylor. My, uh, the, the team is the Cuck Lord 3000. I know they're both married men. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, hide your wives, guys. Hide your wives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that kind of that's kind of a segue to my next question. So we sent out some notifications and we got some reader emails. This one comes from uh, Little Sally. From Miss Cunt's third grade class. The question is, Mr. Cucklord, 
since you're playing uh, the toppers, both of them are married. If you beat them, would you fuck their wives? Uh, we're we're going to have no comment on that one. No comment. <laughs> All right. Very, very smart play right there. That, that can get someone in trouble for sure. Yeah. I, I am the cuck lord, but I, I'm not uh, I'm not coming on uh, live television to uh, talk shit about other people's wives. So hey, I think hey, that's, that, uh, that's a little Sally Fast yeah. on slippery slope there. <laughs> Mad respect for not being a, a, a cuck hole, Jared. Classy, classy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's well, how he sneaks Sally, up on if you. you're, Sally, if you're listening. Um... Whoa. <laughs> she's in third grade. Yeah, come on. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. But uh, we get... also we want to get you a platform this week to, uh, you know, like set the table if you want to talk some shit or give some respect to your opponent. Um, you know, y'all are going to be playing this week, and then I think y'all play again either the last week of the season or one of the last three weeks of the season. Um, you know, you'll, you'll be playing Topper twice. Uh, so, yeah, what, what do you think about his team and, like, um, what do you think about this matchup? You got off to a strong start. I know we were already talking about that. But, yeah, I just want to give you a platform to speak your truth. Um, yeah, I think he's got, he's got an okay team overall. I question his quarterback's uh, arm strength. Um, you know, his quarterback was – I don't know, being on the Lions so many years and winning the Super Bowl last year, he might be a kind of one-and-done kind of guy um, from what it's looking like. Um, let's see who else he's got on his team. He's loaded. Um, I mean, he's got JT, Jonathan Taylor, and he's playing the Jaguars this week. Jonathan Taylor should be able to rip up the Jaguars defense. I think Dawson Knox is also a guy you should be worried about. I know he only put up 1.5 uh, last week, but he's been a guy in the past two years in fantasy that is emerging as himself as a top 10 tight end uh, in the NFL. And I think him and Josh Allen just didn't get off to a quick start. But, Jared, you got your hands full this week for sure, even though you got a strong lead so far. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't want to jinx myself. Um, but, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be a good game for our division. Um, you know, I'm sure it'll be me and him all season, and and uh, Bloom probably get left in the dust. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of take a stranglehold on the division this week if you, if you win and Bloom loses. You'll be up two games with one game in hand. Um, There's a couple guys a that could, that could uh, strangle their league this week and take off to a nice start for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, uh, my next question was like, so did you make any uh, good waiver uh, additions this week or did you have any targets on anyone you wanted to add on your team this week and didn't get? Or uh, what was your thought process going through the waivers? Um, well... I will say I play the waivers pretty hard. Um, you, you know, to. I feel like a draft cast, a, your draft class can only take you so far. You know, there's so many injuries within the weeks. Um, you know, last year I had a somewhat okay team. We had a bunch of injuries. I picked up that uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. And, I mean, that guy was a waiver pickup, and he pretty much took me to the show last year. Um, so that kind of just goes to show how much the waivers really matter. Um, this week I looked at, uh, that Washington, uh, wide receiver. Curtis, I, Curtis Samuel. Yeah. I was yeah. close on the waivers and I was quick to grab him. Yeah. That kid looked really talented. I know he got 11 targets from Wentz. Um, he could turn out to be, you know, you, you could be starting him here in a couple of weeks if he, if he keeps putting those, those points. Um, but I did pick up that Titans, uh, RB two. I don't even know Dontre his name. Dontrell Hillard. Yeah. Talk about a cuck. That guy cucked me. I have Derek Derek Henry. He got like the two he, touchdowns last week. Yeah, it seemed like they used him in the red zone a good bit. Um, which, you know, if anything happens to Derek Henry, this 
this kid's talented. He could fill in the role. Um, you know, at this point on my roster, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm looking for depth in the benches. Um, you know, I'm looking at, you know, what if what happens to McCaffrey? Where can I plug that hole? Or, you know, where can I plug different holes throughout the season if somebody gets injured? Um, you One know, thing I, I don't want to. I agree with Coleman Sturkey on last week that he said is that you got to have some tight ends as well in this league. They're going to put up points. I'm surprised in y'all's league, uh, Gerald Everett, uh, even if he's not like a, you know, a streamlined one to start, but he's a great backup option as well that you should probably look into. Just saying. He was on the Rams last year, wasn't he? He's on the Chargers. Yeah. He's been doing yeah, well with the Chargers. And the week before, Herbert. Well, he played them. for the Rams last year, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's where I remember that name. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Um, yeah, and then Jared, I kind of made the same mistake as you. I, I slept through my alarm going back to the Derrick Henry discussion, so I auto-drafted Derrick Henry, which I don't love, but I don't hate. But, you know, it's, it's what I got now, so we're working with it. But, uh, Taylor, do you have any other questions for Jared or anything? No, I, I'm excited about this game this week between him and Topper. Uh, yeah, definitely one we keeping an eye on. Of course, Jared, we're friends, and I want to wish you good luck. I mean, you're already off to a really strong start. Uh, but I just think uh, over at the Team Taco franchise um, with the post-game interviews and the comments that they put um, in the sporting blogs this week about you, I, I think they're feeling really strong about themselves. So best of luck to both of you. We really appreciate you being on the show. Um, and we can't wait to have you on later on in the season as well to get an update and see how you're doing in the standings and playoff regards. Yeah. Sorry we took three times to record. Uh, we're still working yes. out the kinks, but we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get this streamlined soon. Yes, yes. I I, uh, I appreciate the invite. Um, you know, I hope the year continues to go our way. And uh, everybody tuning in, um, you know, if you don't know about this league, this is the most sought-after league. Um and mankind. That, that there is that yeah, there possibly I mean, is there's a there's a long wait list and the people that are in the league will never leave um you know parker does a great job with this league every year this is my fifth year um yeah tune in for the for the next episode because this league uh, brings nothing but action yeah thanks for joining jared and uh, everybody thanks, jared. remember to hide your wives because the cuckold's coming this season and don't get in the cuckold because you're not getting out <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for joining, Jared. See you, All Jared. Right, thank you. See you. Peace. All right. That's all we got for this week. Um, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.